Hello there, and welcome to a new-ish series from the SWBC podcast. Today, it is just myself, Dan, aka Verdes Castle Library, and Chris, aka SW Book Collector. How are you doing, Chris? I'm good, thanks. Excited for this one. Yes. So, basically, what we're hoping to do with this new series is have a, a monthly uh, series that drops at the beginning of each new month that sort of collects and reviews and talks about the previous month's comics um so every month i guess Mar- uh, marvel and dark horse between them probably released maybe 10 or so star wars comics and we want a series where me chris uh and john who was in our last comics chat episode he's agreed to to join us for that he's not here today but he will be there for our first episode in September. We'll just go through what's been out, what we've loved, what we haven't loved, what's worth diving into, what's worth chatting about. And uh, we just thought we'd do a little episode today just to sort of give you guys a bit of a a guide to what's going on in Star Wars comics at the moment. You got anything you want to add to that, Chris? Uh, Yeah, so Star Wars comics, it's obviously we're all Star Wars book fans. That's why we're part of the Star Wars book community and I imagine a lot of our listeners are part of that community as well from the books. But I can understand that comics can seem a little bit daunting and mm-hmm. confusing to some people, um, but it's it's a really rewarding part of the literary Star Wars fandom uh, because they there's constantly new stories released. They tend to be quite bold stories and they tend to focus on some of our main characters where the books typically will go for fringe characters, I suppose, yeah, um, they, tend, they tend to let Marvel and Dark Horse have a lot more freedom uh, than, they, mm-hmm. than, than they do in the books. So it's a really star, exciting part of Star Wars to get into. So hopefully if you've always kind of flirted with the idea or you don't know how to do it, we can be that guide for you. So we'll give you some primers today, well, not, you know, on this episode. Um, and then moving forward, we'll have the monthly roundup uh so we can chat about it and for the current releases um we do also do our canon in 15 minutes where we talk about previous uh releases we tend to focus on trade paperback collections yeah for that so we've we've already done a, i think one canon in 15 minutes for darth maul son of daphomir yeah and we've done a couple of the legends comic ones as well legends in 15 minutes um so if you've missed bits in the past and you want to dive deeper we we will be cracking onto the main star wars ones on that soon um so if you want to go into the older star wars comics there's that but i think a good place to start in this one dan i don't know if you agree if we kind of briefly explain some of the terminology with the comics yeah and how it works definitely so Yeah, yeah Do you mind if I start on that? Go ahead. Go ahead. No, great. So currently, uh, Star Wars monthly comics are released by Marvel and Dark Horse. Marvel tend to take care of most of it, and they're what you call the quote-unquote adult stories, whereas Dark Horse tend to look at the young reader stuff. So that doesn't necessarily mean kids' comics. There's barely a difference between them. Um, but yeah. that is technically what they what they release. It's all ages uh, is the, the term. All ages, that's what they call it. it. Yeah. So it's not kids; it's all ages. So adults, kids, everyone can read them. But there's very little difference between that output and the Marvel output. Um, this was previously done by IDW uh, for the first good few years, and they had a young reader series called Star Wars Adventures, which ran for quite a few issues. Um, I'm not sure exactly how many, but I know they had about 
10 or 11 collections so that's got to be yeah and then they 80, 80 to 100 did even more didn't they so yeah so they did the horror public adventures stuff and idw did for the first part of it and then it, they lost the license so it went to dark horse so there's a bit of a, a messiness there which in if you're part of europe was picked up by panini and they cleaned it up but so okay so that's basically it so at the moment we've got marvel and dark horse there is panini do release some original stuff as well like they've done a mandalorian adaptation but we're not going to go into that really yet um we'll, we'll talk about the panini stuff in the future um so every month they release issues um so that's going to be they're about 22 roughly 22 to 30 pages an issue and they are almost like tv episodes they are sort of segments of ongoing stories and you know a lot of people a lot of collectors go for these issues because they tend to be the more collectible items they have a lot of variant covers and things like that which really like entice a lot of collectors but you don't need to go into that you they are just monthly issues they range from about uh about three dollars 99 or if in the uk about three pound if you get them from certain places um And they so and they tend to run an arc. So an arc will be a storyline, and that storyline will typically run for about anywhere between four to six issues. Generally, some of them run a lot longer, but even those longer arcs will be probably broken down into mini arcs. Yeah. Now those arcs are typically typically collected in what's known as a trade paperback, um, and those are what you'd find on the shelf at your local bookstore. They tend to be about. 10 to 15 pound 15 to 20 dollars um and they will be as usually a self-contained arc of anywhere between four and six issues um that is the way most people will read them because it's the most cost effective it's nicer on your shelf you can't really put single issues on your shelf um and that's generally how it works yep now obviously there's bigger collections of that and dan would you like to explain those because i'm talking quite a lot <laughs> yeah yeah so obviously the the i guess you're biggest collections will be your omnibuses which will tend to collect i mean they can sort of collect anywhere from 20 to yeah i've seen some omnibuses go up to collecting 40 odd issues i mean possibly even yeah. more than that it sort of just depends. i think my biggest omnibus might be the old, old old republic one which collects all 50 issues yeah so it i mean and a lot of the star wars ones tends to be in like the 25 range which um it's still a good way to collect all of it in one some a lot of the time the omnibuses will pick up some of the stories that get missed in the trade paperback so like um for example the high republic phase one complete collection which is being published by panini in the uk and dark horse in the us collects obviously issue one to 15 of the high republic adventures but it also collects the annual it also collects the galactic bake-off spectacular also collects i think one short story that was in star wars adventures which is only like 10 pages long yeah um a free comic book day issue which you can't get in a trade paperback as well so a lot of the time the omnibuses will collect all the issues but all like the other periphery stuff that you can sometimes miss from the trades as well yeah and i'm gonna do a little shout out for omnibuses because they're expensive, but they are the best way to read them because they're they're like they're oversized, so they're bigger, they're hardcover, they're like super quality glossy pages, but they do run around. I mean, if you pay full retail price, I think the full retail price in America is $125, typically for a bigger one, or $100 for a shorter one. Um, and that tends to 
go in the UK about, I mean, retail price, they're quite expensive. But so if you go to places like your big bookstores, like Dubray Smith's, Waterstones or Barnes and Noble in America, they'll be expensive. But if you go to your more your local comic shops or your um or even like your bigger comic stores like Forbidden Planet, they tend to do them around about forty to fifty for the shorter ones, sixty, seventy, eighty for the big ones. Yeah, yeah, pounds yeah. and yeah. roughly the same in dollars as well. Um, so they are absolutely gorgeous. I mean, one particular good example of a good omnibus to get is there was a crossover arc which we'll go into of the star wars uh run which collected it was around for 38 issues and it was a crossover between all four main ongoing series and it was called war of the bounty hunters now that if you collected it in single issues they released all over the place it was unwieldy if you do if you collect the trade paperbacks of it they were within their respective series so it didn't quite work unless you read a guide and jumped between all the different trade paperbacks. But the Omnibus collects all of the issues, it puts them in one place, and it puts them in the correct order. So it's a really great way to read the arc. So that's what Omnibuses are. I mean, there is epic collections as well, but they, as we're talking primarily about canon, they haven't released any canon epic collections yet. That's more for the legend stuff. Um, So yeah, we probably won't go into that um, unless we do get onto the legends legends bits and pieces i mean we might do because they do release a fair fair bit of legends don't they like there's constantly new omnibuses and collections coming out for yeah legends. which i do need to start to get myself caught up on because a lot of the legends comics i haven't had a chance to read yet yeah i mean to be honest they release more legends omnibuses than anything else there's like mm-hmm. new republic empire rebellion uh old old republic uh others that i can't think right now i've got all of them but they're a lot whereas canon they've only released one Star Wars omnibus, two Darth Vader omnibuses, a War of the Bounty Hunters, and Doctor Aphra. And there is another Doctor Aphra omnibus comes out this month, which I'm very excited for. And there's a High um, Republic yeah. one. There's two High Republic ones coming up, isn't there? There's the Marvel High Republic omnibus and the um, High Republic Adventures Complete Phase One omnibus coming out. So we've got a couple. Yeah, they're. Yeah, so the Dark Horse ones, they tend to not do hardcovers. They're paperback omnibuses, omnibuses, which is, they're still cool. They're really quality. I've actually been lucky enough to receive an advanced version of the High Republic Adventures omnibus, and it's beautiful. It's it's gorgeous. I've got the Panini version. I believe the Dark Horse version is on its way to me as well. So, you know, I'll I'll probably personally do a comparison of the two. Um, But yeah, they're, they're really, really good. I mean, there is another way that's probably more cost effective <laughs> to get into comics, which I believe is what you do, Dan. Uh, Marvel, Marvel Unlimited, Limit- yeah. Yeah, so do you want to talk about that? Because I feel like this is the most accessible way for people to get into Star Wars comics. Absolutely, absolutely. If, you, if you're listening to this right now and you're thinking, right, I've, either I've never read a comic before and I'd like to get started, or I love my Star Wars books, but I need to get into my Star Wars comics, Marvel Unlimited is the best and easiest and most cost-effective way to do it. Um, it's an app you can download for your phone, your iPad, um, and you pay, I think the subscription at the moment is $7.99 in the UK. Um, yeah, I think it's $9.99 in America yeah, a month. month. monthly fee, subscription, and you have access to everything. So not not even just Star Wars, like every Star Wars comic published since the canon reset up until three months ago is on Marvel Unlimited, every single And it's one. got all, every, every, all the Legends as well. Yeah, and all the old Legends stuff is on there as well. Um, but then even if you're 
in, in, even if you like your other Marvel stuff as well, your Spider-Man, your Fantastic Four, your Avengers, literally everything is on Marvel Unlimited. And the way that they do it is three months after a comic releases, they will put the digital copy on Unlimited for Unlimited customers. So, for example, with Star Wars at the moment, like the the Doctor Aphra series, like this month in August, issue 35 is releasing. At the moment, issue 31 just came out on Unlimited. So you're about three months behind on Unlimited. Um, but in terms of catching up, it is the perfect way to catch up in a cost-effective manner. I And there's even a on Unlimited, there's a Star Wars reading list, which has every single series, mini-series, single issue, spin-off issue, annual that was ever published for Star Wars since the canon reset in 2015. And you can just binge through all of it. Um, and that's what I did. And that's how I've managed to read everything because Unlimited is the best. <laughs> to be honest, that's how I got into it as well because I was collecting all the books. And if, you, if you've if you been buying the books, no no doubt you've seen all the comics on Amazon or wherever you buy your your books. And you'll see that every graphic novel, every trade paperback is like, you know, twelve quid, eleven dollars, twelve fifteen dollars. So when you look at it and you look look at Star Wars twenty fifteen run, it's got nine of them. Mm-hmm. Then you've got Vader has four of them. And then the other Vader has four of them. Afra's got seven. It's incredibly expensive. Yeah. Um I mean I've got them all physically now, but back at the time <laughs> I was like I was like, I can't afford that. So I did Marvel Unlimited and I just literally just every night before bed I'll just read one issue. Yep. And it was like my thing. And then I wasn't a comic reader, so it took me a while. Um, and one great thing about Marvel Unlimited is if you've never read a comic before, it does a guided comic view. Yes. So it will z- zoom in on the panels that you should read and then you swipe and it takes you to the next panel. So if you're, if you're looking at a comics format and you're like, well, how do I read this? That takes you through it. I, I used to do that. It. I don't do it anymore. I like the full page spreads now. Um, because yeah. they're like, often they're built around that, and it's like a, a beautiful thing to look at. Um, but when if you're new to comics, that's a really great, really great way to get into it. Yeah, I'd say if um, if you're if you're reading your comics on your phone, use or or beginning, use the guided panels. If you've got like an iPad or a tablet, then you're and you want to read full uh, full pages it's probably the best way to do it. Unfortunately, I'm stuck reading my Unlimited on my phone, so I still do the guided panels. But my preferred way to do it would be to get the full page spreads because some of the spreads are absolutely beautiful and you want to sort of be able to take it all in yeah, at once. Yeah, definitely. Um, but yeah, Unlimited is definitely a good, a good way to to keep up, um, even though you are a couple months behind. If you get to a place where you know, you're still three months behind it's it's not that far behind story terms really and then yeah. from that point onwards if you if you want to get more up to date you can either go to your local comic book shop because it's good to support local comic book shops and pick up the individual issues or uh the marvel has their own app or comiXology is another app where you can well the marvel app just shut down didn't it oh did it right so it is yeah it's it just shut down because it's Comicsology, which is partnered with Amazon. So right, yeah, where um, you can buy the digital copies of the brand new releases every Wednesday that new comics come out. You can go onto Comicsology and get digital issues for they tend to be around about three pounds. Um, yeah, I mean, one thing I'll say actually, obviously, if you like the idea of digital comics, but you don't feel comfortable with subscriptions, you like to own things, then Comicsology and Amazon—they're the same. Um, 
they're really good and they will cut they will frequently have sales on where yeah. they'll have like i don't know the horror public first trade paperback which collects the first six issues and they'll do it for 99p yeah and you, you know i whenever they do their sales i'll i went for a phase of just cleaning up and spending like 25 30 pounds on it and just buying loads of the trade paperbacks so I, that's what i did initially and um after unlimited when i wanted to own them and that's another really great way of doing it i mean one little trick actually is if you have a comicsology account or you want to open one and you have an amazon account you can link them so if, if you buy it on one you tend to get it on both yes um yeah, when yeah. marvel was when marvel was around as well i'd buy it on one and have it on all three so that was yeah. really cool well, Marvel used to be great because you used to buy, if you bought the physical uh, comics, which I did for quite a few years um, and then stopped because it got too expensive, but I would buy the physical copy and inside the physical copy would be a barcode to get your digital copy as well. <laughs> so you'd end up yeah. having the physical copy, the digital I copy, did the same. and then three months later, you'd have it on Unlimited as well. <laughs> so Yeah. I mean, one other little trick for Unlimited, keep your eye on it if you are interested in Unlimited because they do... They do do a sale every now and again um, where you could buy a whole year. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. For about 50, 60 pound, which is an incredible value. Considering that's the price of like four graphic novels, you could have a whole year of every graphic novel Marvel ever released. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, definitely Unlimited is is worth it if you're wanting to get into comics for, for the first time. But um, I think we've we probably summed that up. Should we should we talk about what's going on in Star Wars comics at the moment? So yes, um, so at, at the moment uh, we're recording this on August the seventh. Um, My there, birthday. Happy birthday, Chris! By the way, thank you, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> you, didn't, you didn't have to mention it. <laughs> um, so at the moment uh, we've ju- we're just starting a new event. So I guess that's another element of comics, which is which ends up being quite a big deal, which is events, which some people love and some people don't love. Some events can be really good. Some of them are not so good. Um, but we've just gotten into a new event called Dark Droids, which has just launched this week, gone. Um, and that will be running, I think, for the next five months. Um, and within that, each respective star wars comic series will be tying into it um and the main four star wars comics going at the moment is star wars the mainline star wars comic by charles soul which which is is currently at issue 37 darth vader by greg pack which is currently issue 37 which is less amazing by ethan Sachs, which is currently at 37 and dr afra by Alyssa wong which is currently at 35 those are your your four main Marvel Star Wars comic series, and they've been going since 2020, I believe. Yes, yeah. they, they got rebooted in 2020. They've been running since 2020. Um, on top of that, Dark Horse publishes its own ongoing series called Hyperspace Stories, which is like each issue collects two short stories, Um it used to be Star Wars Adventures under IDW. Now it's Hyperspace Stories under Dark Horse. And each issue is like two short stories. Sometimes they can be massively inconsequential and sometimes they're really good, fun little stories. But it's a, another worthwhile series to keep up with. Um, and then the other two, I said, obviously Dark Droids is just launched now. So it's just on issue one. And then the other 
series that's going on at the moment and just coming to an end. Uh, Marvel have released a Yoda sort of mini series that's been going for 10 issues and the 10th issue is coming out this month of August. Um, so that's a worthwhile one to read. It started off with Kevin Scott writing it. I think Mark Guggenheim did an arc and I think Kevin Scott is coming back to finish it. Um, Marvel also have been uh, publishing a Return of the Jedi uh, series. Chris, I've just didn't realize you were gone, so I just kept on talking for ages. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry, if, if, if this makes it into the edit, I'm recording on an iPad at the moment, which is an iPad Air 1. So every now and again, it will just crash, and I can still hear Dan, but I can't speak. So I, yeah. I realized when I was saying things, I was like, that's not funny to me. <laughs> yeah, so I, uh, I've i just been speaking for the last uh, five minutes to myself, but that's fine. That's fine. Well, I just want to qualify something. Hyperspace Stories, it only has one story per issue. Oh, is it just one story per issue? It's just now? one, right. yeah. They are they are kind of linked though, so they're, they're, it's a bit of a different one. So each one's a different story. So issue one is like, I think it's it's Obi Wan and Qui Gon, and then it's Luke and Leia, then it's Ray and Chew, Ray and Chewie. So they're all different, but there is a thematic link. That it's an anthology goes series, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So they are slightly linked. Yeah. But they are yeah. it's quite good actually, to be honest. Um, so yeah, there you go. That's a correction there. Hyperspace story is just one story, an issue. Um, and then Marvel have got a Return of the Jedi 40th anniversary sort of series of one shots coming out yeah. at the moment. Um, so the one for the month of August is Max Rebo. Um, and previously we've had, there was one called the Empire and one called the Rebellion, wasn't there? There was Lando. There was Lando. There was the Ewoks. Yeah. The Lando one was really good, actually. Um, so that's another thing that's going on at the moment. And I guess the final thing to mention, because there's also a new issue of it this month, not that anyone's going to read it, is the Mandalorian season two adaptation, <laughs> <laughs> which when I say adaptation it is literally panel for panel, word for word, the exact same as the episode on Disney plus. So you're just going to watch the episode. Yeah, you're don't... just going to watch it on Disney plus instead of reading the comic. Obviously, if you really love the Mandalorian, then give it a shot because but it is just adaptation of of the show and there yeah, is one coming out for Oborn as well isn't there i mean to be honest i do kind of think we're going to go off a little bit now those kind of things are just mainly to entice the collectors because whenever they do these adaptations yeah. they'll do like 50 version 50 cover versions for each issue and then oh, you're frantic already ordered an obi-1 kenobi one <laughs> exactly <laughs> yeah. do you know what i mean and yeah. i i couldn't resist it because like um i think i i have uh, a mando one because it was a an artist by Peach called Peach Bromoko and her covers are always amazing. And I yep. couldn't, it was a little Grogu drawing. I was like, I can't, I've got to have that. So they yeah. got all money for the Mandalorian. <laughs> and to be honest, I think both the Mandalorian season one and season two, I'm not really interested in reading it issue by issue, but I'll probably end up buying the graphic novel. And I know I should I have I should, bought the graphic novel. I should, novels, pro I should so. protest, but I will still buy the graphic novels because it'll be like, oh, here's the Mandalorian. Well, to be honest, it's, it's, they release so much. It's not like these adaptations are taking away from an original thing. There's loads of original things. Yeah, exactly. So exactly. the graphic novels, obviously, they're going to have their fans for the adaptations. So, you know, fair play. It's just not yeah. for me, really. <laughs> so that's basically what's going on at the moment in uh, both Marvel and Dark Horse comics. I guess we have some sort of new stuff coming up in the autumn as well. Obviously, the High Republic Phase 3 is going to return. Chris, have you... If, I can hand over to you here in terms of what's coming up this autumn. Yeah, there's quite a lot. So we've got 
there's the main okay so there's there's I, mean, I assume that you're listening to this you're probably familiar with the horror republic because <laughs> it's everywhere in star wars publishing right now um but there was the horror republic split into three phases we had a a 14 issue run for phase one by kevin scott we had uh an a 10 issue run for phase two which just ended um but launching this winter i can't remember the exact month it's, i think it's october november december we have phase freeze launching for the horror public not only that we have the horror public adventures which is dark horses ongoing by um not ongoing but kind of like almost ongoing series by daniel jose older and which is fantastic fantastic yeah we're getting phase three of that phase two just ended as well um there's a mini series called something starlight shadows of starlight shadows Shadows of starlight i think by charles soul by charles soul there's a potential sequel to a mini series called the blade by charles soul coming yeah there's so much um and there'll be a lot more that hasn't been announced that's another thing actually mini series are like four to five issue stories that are self-contained they're not part of an ongoing they're just a a short story essentially which we tend to get a lot of those in star wars we just had one finish called santa staros by justina island and that was five issues and it was great. And we've got, there's, there's a few in the horror public, isn't there? There was the Nameless Terror, yep, the Monster the Blades, Temple Peak, the Monster Blades, yeah, uh, Trial Trail of Fear. What was it called? What? Try it. <laughs> 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 the one for Phase One by Daniel Jose Older that you love. Trail of. I'm like trying to crane my neck to look at my shelf but I can't quite see it um and yeah and there's obviously there's been a lot of um I mean some excellent and some just good miniseries from marvel across the years yeah um, obviously like most recently there's been the yoda one which has been a longer miniseries that's there 10 issues o- there was an obi-wan really anthology series yeah called obi-wan that was also really good there's been lando there's been han solo there's been princess leia there's been chewbacca there's been galaxy's edge there's been halcyon legacy there's yeah, been rubbish. tie target, fighter there's been target vader dark vader target, dark visions uh jello fallen order dark temple yep there's been a lot basically oh God, Mace Windu, two darth maul ones two darth maul ones um yeah. yeah basically there's been a lot and i think they're all worth reading some of them are better than others um but it it continues to sort of i think the thing that marvel well, just Star Wars comics in general do absolutely fantastically is comic characters cross over one another so much. Yeah. So you'll have a character who will begin in a miniseries, then pop up in another miniseries, then will be in a main ongoing series and then and might even end up with their own series one day because it happened to Dr. Aphra. She got her own series. In, uh, in Santa Staros had her own miniseries. She started in the comics. Exactly. So, um, I mean, to those as well, comic if, characters sprinkle everywhere, don't they? Yeah, I mean, the perfect example of this it, that everyone knows is if you watch the Book of Boba Fett, you'll see a character called Black Chrysanthemum, that badass-looking yes. black Wookiee. That's a comic character. Yep. Uh, Started he, in Star Wars, 
then went into Darth Vader, then went into Doctor Aphra, then pretty much became a Aphra yeah. character. I mean, most like most linked to Aphra because Aphra's kind of the uh, the comic poster child because Aphra was the very first original Star Wars comic character canon that really took off and is still yes. going now eight years later. So and is probably the best ongoing series. It's arguable, isn't it? Yeah, joint. I think there's a few names that if you've never read a comic before, you're going to get to learn quite well by reading Star Wars comics. Charles Soule is one of them. The guy's royalty. Everything he writes is incredible. Especially his comics. Um, particularly his comics. Um, and I guess one of the new names to that is Alyssa Wong. Her, her Dr. Afra series is absolutely fantastic. It's incredible. Um, and then you've got the likes of Kevin Scott. Um Ethan Sachs has done quite Ethan a lot. Sachs, yep. Um, Jason Aaron's done a lot. Yeah. Kieran this... Gillen has done a lot as well. Oh, Kieran Gillen's stuff is untouchable. It's almost yeah. it's almost soul level. Do you yeah. know what I mean? In my opinion. So there's there's a lot of names that you'll there's a lot of names out there that you'll start to get used to the more sort of um, Star Wars comics you read. And I guess when uh, we start our monthly series on here and our monthly reviews, we'll probably be getting into every time we talk about a new comic, we'll be getting into a bit of detail about who the writer is, who the artists are. Yeah, and then like links and ties to previous stories or yeah, little because things. Charles Soule, for example, every Charles Soule story is linked to the one before in some way whatsoever. Yeah, or I mean, something he's doing now in 2023 is suddenly tying back to something he did in his Lando series. In well, yeah, I think his, his first Star Wars comic series was Lando, which it is was, yeah. an incredible yeah, yeah. five-issue miniseries. It's a really good place to start if you want to read Star Wars comics as well. Um, and he still references things from that. That seeded things that he's still talking about now you know, eight years later, six, seven years later. It's the same with um, Claudia Gray, um, like in her books. She always mentions certain things. Um, Justina, Justina Island, who you'll know from High Republic, she has moved into comics as well now, and she always references the same thing. So like Diva Lompop, Dalna, um, you know, there's there's certain things that they tend to refer to. They're, they're babies almost. Daniel Jose yeah. Alder's another good one. He, you know, it's Ram Jamaram and all that. Um, so there's lots and lots of links, and it's a whole other massive corner of Star Wars that you'd, you'd, you'll be coming into new, and it's a wonderful, wonderful place. The canon comics are really great, really great stuff. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, and I guess maybe just to sort of wrap up the the episode, we so we could just sort of give a bit of a suggestion. I know we've obviously briefly talked about it, but if if someone is wanting yep. to start reading Star Wars comics for the first time and get themselves caught up so they can tune into our great new monthly show where we're talking about all the up-to-date comics. Yep. Where should they start? Well, there's a few entry points, and it's not yeah. as daunting as you'd think, in my opinion. So the miniseries, you can essentially pick up any of them because a lot of them, they have, might have minor, minor links, but they're not. They're very self-contained stories. So you can just be like, oh, I really liked the Jedi Fallen Order game. I'll go and grab that miniseries. Or, yep. oh, um, Poe Dameron's a cool character. I'll get his ongoing series, which was massively great and underrated. Um, or yep. there's um, a kind of an origin story for Carla Ren, which a lot of people would assume would have been a TV show or a book. No, it, when it's in the comics, it's written by Charles Saul, and it's really good. So a lot of people tend to gravitate towards that one first. Or maybe you're into your Sith, and there's some great Darth Maul ones. You can grab them. Mm-hmm. without knowing anything else so you, yep. just to get a feel for comics han solo leia 
you know, get as Chewbacca. Just get you know, get whatever interests you, um, whether it's on Marvel Limited or whether you're buying it. If yeah. you want to get into the ongoing series, which can is... I just give a bit of bit of context for the ongoing series? Yeah, so carry when on. Marvel when Marvel launched their main Star Wars line and their main ongoing series in 2015, they were all set in the timeline between A New Hope and Empire Strikes Back. In 2020, they wrapped up that storyline and they started again with all their ongoing series being set between Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi. And that's still where we are right now in the timeline. Um, So I think probably, as Chris was about to get on to saying, the best way to start reading it is to start reading the stuff from that New Hope to Empire line first and then catch up with the new stuff because they do cross-reference a lot. Yeah, exactly. Um, so you can you you could if you want to get caught up with you know where we are now, you want to get involved with the podcast, then by all means you could start at the twenty twenty reboot because it you know you've seen Empire Strikes Back, that's all you really need to see. You might see some characters you've never seen before, like that Traffer, but I feel like they do a good job of reintroducing them all. Yes. Um, so you know you wouldn't be lost if you started with the twenty twenty reboot stuff. So your Afro by Lisa Wong. Your Vader by Greg Pak, your Star Wars by Charles Saul, and your your Bounty Hunter series because that was a new one going. Um, but if but, you're listening to this, you're probably a completionist like us. Yes, so, <laughs> so if, you it, probably want to start way back at the beginning. <laughs> so if, if 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 you do want to start at the beginning, like Dan said, you know you can't go wrong with Vader by Gillen um, and Star Wars by Jason Aaron. Yep. And I'm gonna give myself a little plug now, if that's all right, Dan. Go ahead. If you go on my Instagram page, which is SW Book Collector, um, and if you look at the at the top, you know, you've got the little highlighted sections, you'll see one called Comics Guide. If you click on that, it's in two parts. Now, if you click on part two, I actually give you a, a complete guide of the order, how to get into that. I mean, I can read it out now, but it will just be like me reading out names, so it's pointless. <laughs> but if you go on there, it tells you which order to reach, read each trade paperback in. So, for example, just a small little snippet, start start with Star Wars Volume 1, then go to Darth Vader Volume 1, Star Wars Volume 2, Vader Volume 2, and then I incorporate Afra into that, and then it goes on from there. So if you, if you do want to get into it, you know, and, and you want a guide, go on my Instagram page, because there's one on there. I mean, I did write it, a few years ago 2022 beginning so i haven't got a guide for the new series now but i feel like once you've once you've covered those you know those 2015 books you know you'll have a good gauge of how it works anyway um, yeah and you could probably just jump in where you want to at that point and if you go on marvel unlimited and type star wars into the search bar and go uh, flick along from top results to reading guides one of the third the third thing on the list is start here star wars and it has every single star wars issue that's been published unlimited for canon and it's kind of in a goodish order to read so you could also just go with that as well but chris's yeah. is probably better because he did it himself <laughs> yeah screw that one go on mine <laughs> like and share no i'm joking <laughs> but yeah i feel like that pretty much sums up um, yeah I'm excited for this. I'm excited to get into the the monthly chat about it. Yes. I mean, yeah, yeah. if you've if you ever listened to our, if you want to get a taste for how it might seem, you can go <laughs> back and listen to our previous comics episode, which wasn't didn't really have any aim. It was just me, Dan, and um, John 
chatting about comics and it got a really good response because it was chaotic we were just yes having a laugh and on the old spotify or apple apple podcast i think it is under swbc show episode three comics chat yeah i think so that that is it's about an hour hour and a half long and it's us just literally talking about comics generally and ripping Greg Pack apart because we're not a big fan of his Darth Vader run. Um, <laughs> and talk about how good Charles Salt is. is basically yes, basically, yeah. It's, uh, <laughs> but, you know, that's just our opinion. So yep. you, if you think we're idiots, that's absolutely fine. You're probably right. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, so I, th- I guess the next time uh, we will be back with a comic-specific episode will be at the beginning of September. Me, Chris, and John will be joining us. And we will be going through um, the releases from the month of August from both Marvel and Dark Horse. And then, I guess, looking ahead to what's coming out in September. And then we'll be back at the beginning of October to talk about September. And hopefully, if the response is good, we will keep on going. Yeah, so actually on that, can I just say, like, we we know we get quite a few listeners on this podcast. um, And we're really thankful for that, even though we're quite a new thing. As, as a podcast so we're really grateful for the support and listeners we, we have got but by all means you know give us some feedback message on the instagram page um you know send us private messages you know give us feedback tell us what you enjoy what you don't enjoy um if my jokes are terrible i should stop doing them you know what i mean if greg pack is you know wonderful and we're bullies you know, just let us know. Get involved. Be like, <laughs> this is the Star Wars book community podcast. It's not me, Dan, and Johnny. It's the whole point is it's a revolving cast of contributors, and it work, works perfectly if you guys get involved. So send us messages, yeah, send us pictures, absolutely. slag us off. I don't care. Just you know, engage <laughs> with us, and we'll be super happy for that. And I think along with that, what we might do is whether it's through Instagram or through something else, I think we'll come up with some sort of um sort of contribution box or something sort of a few days before we come to record our monthly uh, comics episodes so if any of our listeners has got a particular thought about a particular issue uh, issue that's come out that month just an overall thought of how good the month was for comics if they've got something they really want to rant about or something they really want to rave about i think it would be good whether it's through instagram or through something else if we have a place that listeners can give us some feedback on the comics that month and at the end of the episode when asked for we've given our thoughts on it we can start to share some of the listeners thoughts and start to get the discussion going as well so if you're up to date with marvel and dark horse star wars comics at the moment and you're reading everything new that's coming out this month at the end of the month shoot us a message let us know what you thought of everything what was your standout what was your favorite what was yeah. your least favorite and we'll mention it in the episode we'll read it out we'll give you a shout out actually i was thinking yeah. a good a good place to do that is if you um at us on threads so you could yes. add us on threads yeah, we yeah. are swbc podcast on threads so if you add us on that throw in the hashtag uh comics chat and then just give us your opinion vent do whatever you want to do and we'll we'll see if we can read it out and engage based yeah. on that you and know, if you're so... only on instagram we will f- have another way for you to contribute maybe we'll do yeah. one of those stories where you can type you know the q a to stories when you can oh, just, or, or just send us a message or just message us at yeah. swbc podcast or Great. any of us personally cool I, f- I feel like that wraps up yes yeah, yeah. you can also send pigeon 
and male. <laughs> hollow net as well. Hollow net, yeah. Really you can technically like think about it and I'll probably get it depending on how like vibey I'm feeling. I don't know what I'm you, saying, mate. I'm sorry. You can send a uh, murderous protocol droid to Did you get the smoke signal thing set up yet, Dan? <laughs> smoke signal, I'm still working. You need to pull it. your finger out, mate. We need to get with the times. Everyone's doing smoke signals. It's 2023. I think the the hyperspace beacons are down at the moment. So that yeah, long, well, we did have a we did have like a really working. good array setup, but then <laughs> some dickheads knocked out Starlight Beacon, and then <laughs> so we're back to smoke signals. <laughs> and there we go. We mentioned the High Republic again right at the end there. Yeah good stuff right yeah. okay chris where can the people find you if you want them to find you we know they want you you want them to find you yes we, we, we just covered that didn't we um <laughs> sw book collector um on instagram threads even though i don't really use it that much threads uh facebook i've got quite a big following on, on facebook that's <laughs> really braggy i don't mean it like that uh i engage with facebook quite a lot um and I do write for Fan for Tracks. I haven't written for a while, but I do have some bits coming up soon. Um, as my name, Chris Davis. So yeah, be good to be good to hear from you. And if you're listening to this episode, it was his birthday like two or three days ago. So wish him a belated happy birthday. Yeah, and I've got an Amazon wish list <laughs> if you want to buy me stuff. <laughs> <I'm joking. laughs> um, and. You can find me, Dan, at Vader's Castle Library on Instagram, and that's pretty much it. But I like Instagram. It's a happy place. And yes. you can find our podcast at SWBC Podcast on Instagram, and I believe Johnny and Chris use it on threads as well, but I haven't been threading the needle yet. Mate, I made that joke already. You made the joke again. again. You <laughs> a new one. <laughs> um, can I think of a new one before uh, we finish? No, I can't. <laughs> th- um, it's because you're just threading the boards. Does that work? <laughs> I'm thread up with this. We should finish Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> right. Okay. Well, thank you very much for listening. And we will catch you on the next episode of the SWBC podcast, or we will catch you on our first monthly comics roundup with, with Johnny Boy. Bye. 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 <laughs> <laughs>